On today's episode of Podcasting Smarter, I'm going to be speaking with Lauren Smith of St. James's Place. We're going to talk about all the benefits of St. James's Place bringing podcasting into their place of work as both an internal communication strategy and as a company branded podcast. Enjoy the episode. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. How's it going? Hi, John. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Definitely. And thank you for making the time to talk a bit about how St. James Place brings podcasting into their place of work. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to start all of our interviews by asking you to tell us a little bit about St. James Place and what they bring to uh, the world here. Of course, yeah. So um, St. James's Place, we are the UK's largest wealth manager. Um, we have a network of over 4,000 partners who offer holistic financial advice to over 800,000 clients. Um, and their purpose really is to help clients achieve financial security and financial well-being um, through a range of you know, investment products um, that are designed to help achieve returns over the, the long term. Um, and they also offer sort of tax planning and, and advice such as that. Um, and my role at um, St. James's Place, I'm a content strategist. Um, so I'm responsible for creating and delivering content from the investment division um, of the company um, and really ensuring that the right messages are going out at the right time um, across a variety of different channels and mediums, including podcasts. Um, and yeah, so we, we create content that's engaging for clients um, and explains the value of the investment proposition at St. James's Place. Um, and we also deliver content for our partners to help them have better client conversations and really enhance their relationship with their clients. Now, you talk about yourself being in the content field of St. James Place. Uh, when did you guys at St. James Place decide to bring podcasting into your place of work? So, our, yeah, our journey with podcasting, it started in winter of 2019. So around November, we kind of started having the, the ideas. Um, and we launched our podcast in autumn last year. So they've been going for coming up to a year. Um, we launched two podcasts in September last year, and we now have five. So they really sort of blossomed over that time, um, which I think is sort of a testament to their popularity and potential. Yeah. And when it comes to podcasting, again, there's such a mobile medium that you have the ability to access them from anywhere. Um, is this content that St. James Place has in the podcasting sphere uh, just for employees, like internal private podcasts? Or are there any podcasts that are uh, company branded that let's say you put out to your community that's more public facing? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So we have um, five podcasts in total. Um, four of them are internal. So we have, um, I'm responsible for two of them from the investment division. Um, that are the kind of primary audience of those is our partners and advisors, but they are accessible to, to sort of some of head office as well. Um, and their purpose is to sort of keep partners informed of up to date of what's going on in markets that might impact their clients, um, important internal updates so that we're making to, you know, the fun range. Um, and then there are two internal podcasts that are sort of more focused on advice um, and like the advice aspect of the partner-client relationship. Um, we have an external podcast that's available on um uh, Spotify and iTunes called Tomorrow Comes Today. Um, and that's one of our two sort of flagship content formats where famous guests will join um, with internal experts to explore the trends and ideas that are 
shaping um, the, the space that we're in. So the purpose behind that one is to help establish SJP as a thought leader um, and, you know, increase our, our reach and visibility among our, our target audiences and really be part of the, the conversations that the industry are having at the moment. Sure. And bringing in guests from all different walks of that industry, I'm sure really helps uh, get the reach even further of what St. James Place is trying to deliver. Mm, yeah, for sure. I think it's about, um, yeah, like I say, increasing our visibility and, you know, bringing in um, you know, different views on different topics. Now, with all the different internal communications tools that are available to businesses, what mm. was the catalyst that made St. James Place say, you know what, we, w- we would like to consider implementing podcasting into our internal communication strategy and even into that uh, mm. public branded content? Yeah, that's a great question, John. I think, you know, we're always looking for ways to make our communication more accessible and engaging. Um, and the where we sort of started with internal podcasts was around thinking about our partners um, and getting a sense of their their needs and the kinds of communication that will work best for them. Because um, you know our our partners are busy people; <laughs> they're often driving from one client meeting to another. They need to sort of be on top of a lot of things at once. And we were sort of really excited by the potential role that podcasts could play in their routines. So, um, you know, helping them um, with with their needs. And so we kind of went on a journey of surveying our partners and asking them, is this something that you're interested in? Um, if so, what would you like to hear from us about? To really make sure that it was, you know, solving sort of solving the problems that they had and answering the questions that they wanted answering. Um, and I think while, you know, accessibility was a real driver of the idea, you know, having a the app on their mobile for us was kind of a game changer. We really liked the Podbean Pro element of that. Um, we were also really cognizant of like the other benefits of podcasting and its untapped potential because, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can communicate um, with, with your audiences Um kind of a corporate level you know you can do written um, video and audio and um, verbal wasn't something that we'd explored yet and we kind of thought there's something about podcasting and it's you know it's more conversational and because that because of that it's slightly more informal Um, it's a more I think you could say like sort of intimate and personal way of hearing from leaders within the company that we really liked in terms of bringing people closer um, to kind of what we're thinking and um, and connecting with our audience in that different way. And you also said that you started in 2019, which was, I don't know which part of 2019, I think you had said it earlier, but, you know, we, especially in the time frame where we were now across the globe with this whole COVID pan, uh, COVID-19 mm. pandemic, you know, it seems like you guys might have gotten right in front of the ball to have a really great communication tool. Like you said, you guys are using the Podbean Pro app, you're using podcasting, mm. but I'm sure mm. even in that vein, you know, during this epidemic, during this pandemic, this gave you and the company an even deeper way to stay connected with each other. You know, we talk about our remote workers who are traveling from point A to point B. During this time, we even had people that in different companies were working remotely and working from home generally. Yeah, 100%. I think launching in COVID had benefits that we may, we may not foresee. Obviously, I said that we were talking about our partners driving from A to B. I think launching in COVID benefited 
you know us from um being kind of the communicators and also our audiences so that the partners I think for us it was great to be able to use podcasting and you know that the power of voice to stay connected to our partners um we have a quarterly podcast for example where our investment director and our chief investment officer they'll sit down and have a conversation about what's on their minds um how they're thinking about markets and pre-covid partners would have seen them regularly at um you know events um conferences and with covid sort of closing all of that down the podcasts have allowed them to retain their you know their presence and um give partners sound bites and so on and i think from partners perspective you know I, <laughs> it's quite well documented that everyone's getting zoom fatigue and i think the power of podcasting has been that you know you can still get your updates when you're walking the dog you can you know stay connected while you know not being sat at your desk um it's it's really got that portability to it that's yeah one of the benefits that partners definitely definitely tell us about yeah and i think that's been a big selling point for podcasting internally uh you know mm -hmm. and like you said even if you have people who are working remotely even if you have people who are working from home they can now access the content when they're on their walks when they're doing other chores as well you know around the house and again being able to give your employees that flexibility that's something that no matter what company you work for no matter what division you work for we mm -hmm. always ask for that as employees is there a way that we can continue to engage with the content but still be able to do the other things that are important to us in our lives um, there are some companies that we've talked to who also really talk about the other point that you said about creating stories and really being able to engage people in a different way. Uh, the voice is a very different way to engage and deliver content. There's a lot of different solutions like newsletters and posts like that mm -hmm. as well, uh, which people use and they integrate podcasts in that way too. Some people use podcasts as the primary solution, but yeah. being able to give people that uh, medium of mobile podcasting and the ability to access information wherever and however they are, that just opens up the landscape for people to do their best work and feel the most confident Definitely. with it. Um, it opens up the other question here also, has your company converted to podcasting as the go-to solution or has it been leveraged along other internal communications tools as well? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I think I would say um, the latter, you know, we're finding that it, it complements the rest of our communication very well, because like you said, everyone sort of these days likes to consume information differently. And that can change from week to week, you know, you might be, you might have time to sit down and read a newsletter one week, but the next week, you might need something that you can listen to on the go. Um, and the way that we're definitely evolving our communication is to adopt sort of like a tiered approach. So we offer people, we, someone in my team calls it a bite, a snack and a meal. So if you're really busy and you just need the bite, you kind of get told, here's what you need to know. Whereas a snack is a little bit more, a meal is more of a deep dive. And I think that podcasts fit into that tiered approach really well because podcasts are quite versatile. They can sit anywhere between a snack and a meal. You know, you could do a 15 minute podcast on here's what you need to know, or you can do a, a 45 minute deeper conversation around okay what's the context for this um let's understand you know who the movers and shakers are in this update um and i think yeah like you say providing different ways of absorbing information um is is we're finding a really effective communication strategy 
Now, when we talk about podcasting, as it is such an engaging medium, as it is such a uh, great tool for businesses, there are points of consideration from the production side of it. So I want you to walk us through a few points of production for the podcast. So yeah. who creates the content and who produces it? And then who releases the content? So um, for the the two podcasts that I sort of produce, um, I'll oversee the overall editorial schedule to ensure that the content that we've got across both of the podcasts is, you know, it's relevant, it's engaging, it's complimentary, and it's addressing the themes that we want it to. In terms of the, the hosting and the recording, um, the podcasts tend to have quite consistent hosts um, but you know we'll discuss as a team maybe this week we want to interview this firm manager or we know that we've got something coming up we need to book in um, this specialist on this topic um, and then in terms of yeah the recording um, someone in my team supports me with that and the editing and then we'll kind of go through a sign-off process whereby we'll listen to the podcast make sure it's good to go and then I'll upload it to Podbean and we'll publish and I think just kind of going back to your COVID question we found that you know I mean we're recording a podcast right now virtually you know I'm in the UK you're in the US yeah. um, recording on Zoom has given us real flexibility as well particularly you know when we have fund managers that are spread across the world it's really opened up um, you know who we can have on the podcast um, who our listeners can hear from um, and really yeah given us that flexibility to to create content that's quite agile and, you know, engaging and relevant. One thing coming out of COVID that, you know, businesses and individuals have really seen, it's been the impetus for people to really leverage technology for communication. Like you said, using Zoom, using yeah, podcasts, course. and, you know, in all different walks of I know my own life, whether that be professionally or uh, personally, I've been able to connect with people all across the globe, such as yourself, that I don't think in another time we'd even have the access to do. And mm -hmm. You know, now being able to bring podcasts into the business world, you can now introduce people to uh, new voices into your company or even externally to your company using this mm. communication. I think that's really powerful and extremely important. Once the content is created, how does St. James Place create awareness and engagement in the workplace around new content being released? Yeah, so we adopt um, sort of a few different approaches. The majority of our listeners um, listen to our podcast on the Podbean Pro app. And we love the fact that there's a push notification when you publish a new episode. Um, we utilize our internal channels. So for example, um, you know, internal emails that we'll send around, um, newsletters that go out to partners, reminding them of upcoming or, or recent content. Um, and we also have, have adopted an approach where we'll, we'll signpost, say if we're announcing something significant, like I said earlier, where podcasts are kind of one part of that communication strategy. It will be signposted on the content. So it's kind of uh, promoted throughout other forms of content. Um, and that's something that will reciprocate on the podcast. So at the end of every episode, we'll say, this is coming up um, on this channel, watch out for this. I think it's sort of integrated how we promote our comms internally. Yeah, I think that's really important what you said, because the thing that I find extremely important about podcasts is while they are a mobile medium, it's still another thing that an employee has to find. It's still something that an yeah. employee <laughs> has to engage with. And um, 
I think just with any communication tool, there are often sometimes hurdles around that. And like you said, the fact that you're using the podcast to let people know that there are more podcasts coming, the fact that you have these different communications tools, what you're letting people know, hey, yeah. check out this podcast here, check out this channel. All of that is important to let people know, hey, here's a channel that uh, we didn't just put together. We have real content coming. We have really important topics that you need to know to fulfill the roles in your company. So I think that's important. The fact that you're building that awareness across the company using a bunch of different solutions. Yeah, I think just to add to that, it's kind of making sure that um, obviously we launched the podcast last September, but it's making sure that there's still a reason to listen. You know, there's almost like a call to action, like this is why you should listen to this. Um, Absolutely. And so what are some of the benefits that using podcasting as an internal solution has brought to St. James Place? What have you noticed? I think I would say definitely based on the partner feedback we've had, the accessibility thing, like I've said, is huge. Um, we've had partners say, oh, I listen while I'm dropping my kids off at school or um, I'll listen while I'm on the treadmill at the gym. Um, I'd say it's, you know, uh, comparing it to sort of other type of communication, it's a very engaging way of delivering key messages. Um, it, it kind of allows you to bring them to life a little bit. Um, it's flexible. I think it allows us to be proactive in terms of our messaging and the kinds of things we want to talk about, but also really reactive. So if something big happens in markets, for example, it takes my team and you know the hosts of the market podcast to jump on and chat about it and we can um, deliver it to to our partners in I think quite a short space of time and I think also um, for me as like a I'm really passionate about podcasts it's, it's something to do with that voice you know it's like the authenticity it's a way of hearing from people in the company um, in a really genuine way and I think a way that allows you to it's almost like it increases their tangibility and their relatability um, and, and your, you know, your familiarity with, um, you know, the people and, and how they work. So, yeah, I think that's what's really special for me. Now, one thing with podcasting also with companies is, again, like we talked about, it is another thing that now the company has to champion. You may have a few people within the company who run the podcast, who upload, who create the content. Uh, what are some hurdles Jane's Place may have faced with implementing podcasts as a solution? And what steps did the team take to mitigate some of these issues? Yeah, so I think I definitely say that we're on a journey in terms of increasing the adoption of the podcast within the partnership. You know, we have over 4,000 partners. Um, already we have over 50% who are regular listeners to the podcast. But, you know, we're looking to, to increase this even more. Um, and we're using data to, to drive our strategy and our approach to this. And one of the things that I like about Podbeam Pro and the MI that it's able to offer is that you know we're able to look at who's listening, um, able to sort of drill down into the data and therefore go, okay, we want to focus on this group and ensure that, that you know they're listening more, or we can see that um, you know this region there's not many partners listening here. How can we focus our efforts there to make sure that that they're getting this great content as well? So I think it's using. Um, using data to help inform where we promote the podcasts and how um, and giving us a holistic view of, of how popular they are and whether we need to make any changes off the back of that. 
I like how you talked about the analytics too. It wasn't just a binary, people are listening or people aren't listening. Mm. Uh, you dove into the analytics in such a way that it helps you analyze the content that you're putting out for specific regions. And when it comes to any sorts of communications tools, public, private, uh, emails, mm. podcasts, what have you, you always wanna make content that's engaging to the audience, right? And the fact that you have different podcast channels that touch different parts of St. James Place, that's also something that helps build that engagement also. You know, I think that when we think about communication tools, we think about them as really easy ways to communicate with our audience. But if you're just putting every single bit of information out to every single person, you may lose some of that audience. And unfortunately, when you lose that audience, they may lose out on information that they really need to know. You know, if you have let's say an email or a podcast that's 45 minutes of one of a bunch of topics and maybe five minutes is related to them, you may not have the same engagement. Whereas you make these short chunks that you yeah. can then send out to the specified teams. I think the way that you're using those analytics is extremely powerful and I'm sure helps with the podcast uh, content and engagement. Yeah, I think it's a really exciting area. Yeah, I think it's a really, it's got a lot of potential in increasing our engagement. Now, if another business is considering bringing podcasting into their place of work, what's one piece of advice that you'd like to offer them in support of internal podcasting? This is such a good question. I would say making sure that your podcasts have a really clear and defined purpose. I think something that's going to compel your audience to listen in, in my personal, my personal view, I think that listening to a podcast from your workplace is different to listening to a podcast by a comedian that you like or by you know, a lifestyle show or something like that. Because I think people need arguably more of a reason to listen to a workplace podcast. I think it has to have a defined benefit. It has to add to your, to your work or solve a problem or um, give you a real sense of inclusion in the community so I think it has to you know arguably the demand upon the podcaster from a workplace is is greater it's not just for entertainment it has to have something that keeps people coming back because they know that it's it's helping them I think if you can ensure that you're clearly and consistently answering that question or solving that problem or building that sense of community, then you've got a foundation for a really great internal podcast. I love the answer too, because again, when you have such a medium that people are using to listen to entertainment or like you said, lifestyle or just different kinds of podcasts, there's this idea that they'll listen to podcasts for hours on end. You know, right. I know how many podcasts I have on my listening devices, right? Um, but when you create something for podcasts as much, when you create something for business, sorry, it's such an engaging medium and it's something that people are using day to day, but it's still something they're doing for work as we talked about. Exactly. So if you can do what you said and you can create content that's specific to them or make sure that the content is something that's going to add value to their day to day, then mm -hmm. like you said, I think you create a recipe for success in order of getting your podcast into the right audience and continuing to build that engagement. I think that's a great answer, yeah. And I'd say just off the back of that, you know, consider, the delivery of the podcast and helping you achieve that goal so whereas your other communication may be slightly more formal you're wanting to bring things to life and make things more engaging for you know your workplace how can you make it slightly more 
informal, accessible, slightly more relatable and chatty. I think that's the that's the real potential of the podcast. It's you know the conversational aspects. It's um, yeah, bringing the workplace to life. Yeah, and that's I think the part that you can take from like the entertainment based podcast, yes, right? Exactly. It doesn't just have to be rambles, but it can be the delivery can yeah. be that much more inviting and communicable, like you said. Uh, you know, when you look at something like a newsletter or a post, they're great forms of communication, but they have to be very, you know, very one way or the other. You have to write exactly what you mean. You don't have the ability to have this kind of uh, voice to voice conversation like we're having now. Uh, but you can leave those in the podcast and create engaging content in the same way. That's the part I think you could take from the education from the uh, entertainment based podcast. Yeah, yeah I know, agree. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying for sure. Yeah. So Lauren, thank you so much for making the time to chat with us. There's a lot of great information here on how you guys have really become champions of taking podcasting to that next level within St. James. Um, I can't thank you enough for making the time to chat with us. I know you are very busy over there in the UK. Uh, so once again, thank you for making the time to chat. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great to chat. <laughs>